beautiful people. Welcome back. My name is Takemichi. Let's talk about anime. As you can see, I am immensely ecstatic. We are finally talking about a new anime. I feel like for the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about the same five. And now that we are done with Chainsaw Man and nearing the end of Bleed, as soon as I get back on top of that, I can like start cycling out some animes, you know? And this week, we will be talking about the that rowdy bunch of high schoolers who just for whatever reason, doesn't seem to actually have concerned parents at home. And that is Tokyo Revengers. I I forgot how much I love this anime. And that's why I'm I'm kind of appreciative of the long gaps in between seasons. Because going into going into Tokyo Revengers after such a kind of extensive break. And kind of forgetting how fucking batshit insane these middle schoolers are. Because let's remember, these are middle schoolers. These are like 14-year-old kids. Or maybe they're in their first year of high school. Either way, they are young. Takemichi, look at that little baby face he has. He should not be the captain of some fucking gang squadron. But he is. Um, and here we are. So, honestly, episode one, episode one revitalized my spirit to just go and binge watch the first season. But then I did it because one, I'm pretty sure I looked it up and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think I got it in me to binge watch 24 episodes. So I, I dubbed that. But also, I don't think it was 24 episodes. Either way, I just, I don't have time to binge watch any anime. I can just try to keep up with, I can barely keep up with the ones that come out on a weekly basis. I am behind in everything except for Tokyo Revengers, strictly due to the fact that it just started. Everything else I'm behind in. I forgot Trigun came out. Um, For whatever reason, My Hero is still going on. I I didn't know we had like an extended core for that. I just keep seeing new screen grabs of like Katsuki in the fucking hospital. And I was like, damn, are y'all getting Vigilante Deku? Are are y'all getting Vigilante Deku next week? Somebody needs to let me know because I'm actually, I'm not watching the anime right now. I think I'm going to wait for the core to finish out and then just binge watch it once it's all out. Because I already know what happens. But I'm just surprised that the pace, like, I'm surprised you guys are already up to that. Because I feel like I just read that in the manga, like, two months ago. Where did I go in this conversation? Anyway. But anyway, it made me want to re-watch the first season. But I didn't. Because they did such a great job to remind me exactly where I stand on specific characters. So, Kisaki, putting it out there, he's a piece of shit. Homie looks like, I, I don't know, I, I can't even like roast him right now because I just don't have it in me, but I will get to some good fucking insults as they get to me because I cannot think. All I do know is that Kisaki is a piece of shit. He looks like a fucking Eminem ripoff. I fucking hate him. And I just, Homie had, like they opened the episode with, um, 
they opened the episode with homie with with this dude dead on the ground and Takemichi being held at gunpoint by Kisaki and he called it, it was so weird he called Takemichi his hero and then he shot him in the leg and I just didn't understand what and then like so he shot him in the leg and then somebody comes to save Takemichi from Kisaki here's my issue so this anime knew what they were doing. They fucking faked you out. Because if there's one thing that fucking broke my heart out of the first season of Tokyo Revengers, it was Baji dying. And I had to remind myself, this isn't like a Naruto. This isn't a Bleach. This isn't a Black Clover. Like, these are just like fucking school children running around playing gang. And like, they don't have like, will they or will they not come back to life? Like, Baji is dead. So I thought it was kind of fucked up that they kind of made it seem like it was Baji because his silhouette was blocking. Like the light was hitting him from the front. So you couldn't make out who it was from behind. And he was facing away from Takemichi. So when he turned around, because the back of his hair is black, you would think, oh yeah, Baji, because Baji's the only one with long, luscious hair. And then the bitch turns around. And it's fucking Kazutora. And let me tell you something. If there's one bitch I hate more than Kisaki in this anime, it is fucking Kazutora. He has a lot of nerve. That whole, it's all Mikey's fault after they killed Mikey's older brother. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, I, I wish I didn't have my phone set up in a way where my messages delete after a year. Because when I tell you, I I was so pissed off. I don't know how many people I fucking texted that day that that episode came out. I wanted to strangle Kazutora. I wanted to maim him. I was like, are you fucking delusional? And then to turn around and like, if I remember correctly, like that bloody Halloween bullshit that was like the climax of the second core. Kazutora got some pretty fucking good hits in on on Mikey. And I really like Mikey because Mikey is just some like poor child who's like super innocent. And I feel like he doesn't deserve any of this shit that he gets into. But he's just rambunctious and stupid. And once again, playing gang members. And like, God, I fucking hate Kazutora. I can't. So like, Basically, he was only able to save Takemichi from Kisaki because 12 years in the future, apparently they let this bitch out of jail. I don't know why. I, If I remember correctly, he was tried as a minor, so he got a, a shortened juvenile sentence, whatever. Somebody should have killed him in juvenile, the juvenile center. I don't care. I do not like this kid. He's a fucking idiot. I hate him. I'm sorry. So, and then he fucking start. he punched Takemichi. And when I tell you he punched the shit out of this dude, he turned around and he started pummeling the shit out of him. And he's pissed because, you know, Chifuyu is dead. And I get it, Kazutora, um, Chifuyu was the only one who kind of like still looked out for Kazutora in a way. So I understand why he's upset. But like, let's all remember, like, I'm going to have all of the sympathy for Takemichi when it comes to this series, because Takemichi is coming from a past where he is like, 
he doesn't know what's happening in the future. He's apparently this like scumbag piece of shit, like division captain now in the future. And he's just like an asshole. But if you look at past Takemichi, he's just a, he's a sweet kid. So it's like, he's like figuring out at every corner, like how much of a fucked up society Toman is creating. And I just, I feel bad because all of these people are just rough around the edges and mean to Takemichi and he is not built for this life at all. But, um, so Kazutora was upset because he stopped a woman from getting beat, beat up by some guys who said they were a part of Toman. And, you know, and far be it me to give any kind of fucking slack to Kazutora. But I get he lives in a time frame where the Takemichi of that future, he's an asshole. So, you know, he said, when did Toman turn into a gang that beats on women? And, like, full stop, I agree. Like, gang culture, listen, I'm not for gang culture at all. However, when it comes to OGs, they always ran by code, you do not beat on women and you do not beat on children. And that was just, like, one of the few things I did respect about the older generation if you had to, like, look at gangs in a positive light. But that's it. Like, it hard stop at everything the fuck else. Like, let's not condone gang violence here. But, you know, Kazutora came in that room trying to save Chifuyu. He didn't even want to save Takemichi because he knew Chifuyu was, like, he he picked him up from jail. Homie picked him up from jail and told him Toman is evil and he wanted Kazutora's help because he'll be able to fix it because Takemichi is so rotten and Draken is on death row. Mikey is missing. And like, at this point, Takemichi is like crying in the alleyway and Kazutora is like, I guess we'll, I guess we'll work together because they don't really have a choice. So now, Takemichi has to work with a Kazutora of the present, or I guess the future day, or I guess present time since the show begins with Takemichi in the future. So he's working with a present day Kazutora where his only reference to past Kazutora, because remember, this is a completely different timeline. Right, this is a completely different timeline. Huh. You know what, this is why I really dislike time travel, because it's kind of hard, not even dislike, this is why I find time travel just kind of an aggravating, you know, plot device to work with, because I forget things, and I have to remind myself, like, yeah, it happened in that storyline, or that timeline, so you can't count it towards this timeline, because in the timeline that we're introduced to in episode one, Takemichi is just some lowly, like, I don't know, or am I confusing my animes? No, he's like a lowly fucking like stock associate at a convenience store. And he completely fell out of contact with Hina. He completely stopped like working the gang business. Like he he left that life. So this timeline, he actually like, right, because he's like changing everything in the past. Okay, I'm back on track now. So Kazutora is all about Mikey's changed and Mitsuya went missing apparently. And then shortly after that, Mikey did too. So here's the thing, Mitsuya being missing, this arc, I'm going to be very pissed at because Mitsuya is actually one of my favorites in this entire series. I really, 
really enjoy him. Um, so him being missy, him being missing, might be going missing shortly after him. Draken being on death row, and I'm naming those three specifically because those three are my favorites. I'm already at a very saddened place in my life, but this arc does seem heavy with like Mitsuya information because this first episode and the second episode, he's very like a plot heavy character. So, and then, oh, Pachin and Peya got murdered. So Kisaki is like purging the old Toman members at this point. And Kazutora is saying that Mikey is evil and he doesn't trust his old friend. So they think Mikey is calling the hits out and Kisaki is carrying out his orders. And Kisaki is the one who gave the order and had he not just killed the day of the car crash. And it sucks. That that broke my heart. <sighs> and so Naoto went to Kazutora and Chifuyu for revenge after, like, Hinata died in this timeline. So Chifuyu managed to back Kisaki into a corner using Naoto, and then Chifuyu had proof of Kisaki's involvement, but unfortunately, before they can actually, like, get into it, like, because at this point Naoto is, like, standing at the end of the alleyway to, like, reconvene with Kazutora because he said he wanted revenge, it was actually a setup, but, you know, I already knew once they said it was, once, like, Naoto arrested Takemichi, I was like, no, because this Naoto in this present day should know about Takemichi going in between times and, like, trying to fix everything. Although, does the anime actually go in-depth into why the fuck Naoto has this power or why Takemichi has this power? I don't know who specifically has the power. But it's also really weird because does he have to touch Naoto in the past time to get back to the future? I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen season one. But so he handcuffs, he handcuffs Takamichi and they take him back to like the, um, you know, the little confrontation room. That is not what the fuck it is. It is not a confrontation room questioning they take him somewhere for questioning let's say that but um he had no choice but to arrest them due to the current timeline they're in and you know at that point Naoto also has to like run back the information so he can kind of like get up to speed with what's happening and Takamichi in this timeline that they are in he ordered Akun to murder someone and that's the issue. So Kisaki gave the order to Takamichi. And Takamichi, since he's a pompous piece of shit boss who probably doesn't read anything and just orders people to do shit, just told Akun, hey, kill the target. Um, I don't care like what the target's name is. Just read whatever's in the report. And also what's really fucked up, Akun asks to see his family. And Takemichi didn't even let him. I just, I'm, I'm really pissed. I, I wanted to strangle Takemichi, and they have him wearing his hair slicked back, and I'm like, oh, he looks like some kind of what Guido. <laughs> it's such a weird combination. And so Chisaki tricked Takemichi to order Akun to murder Hinata, and Takemichi didn't realize it until. 
after that. And then, like, Takamichi basically has a breakdown in the interrogation room. That's the word I was thinking of. But yeah, he, he has a breakdown. He's like, and I don't blame him because at that point, once he realizes, holy shit, Kisaki managed to use me to one, kill Hinata, two, kill Akun, and three, at the same time, I can't even go back in the past to save Baji because they're already in a new day. So Baji dying, like that's set in stone. He can never come back at this point. So that broke me. So now I'm crying alongside fucking Takamichi like a bitch. But Naoto at least tried to reassure him and that what he's doing is changing things little by little. And, you know, I think Naoto definitely knows, like, there's going to be some casualties, unfortunately, with this. And it sucks. You're not going to be able to save everybody. And with this anime, like, I feel like it's so up in the air with who can die and who can live. Because I thought Baji was kind of like, uh, Baji was central. He's one of the founding members of Toman. So it really broke my heart to see him die in season one. But, you know, it it is what it is. I'm just hoping, I'm really hoping Mitsuya doesn't die. I'm I'm going to cry if he dies. I will cry if Mitsuya dies. I will cry if Chikuyu dies. I'll cry if Takemichi dies. I really don't want anything else to happen to them. But um, Naoto, Naoto really did what he can to like reassure Takemichi that, listen, it's going to be hard, but we have to keep going back into the past to try to rectify what's happening in the future. And now at this point, like, yes, it's sad, but now Naoto can confirm Kisaki has some kind of issue with Hinata and Takemichi specifically, because why in every single timeline, Hinata ends up dead. Like, so now they're at least able to narrow down what the motive, who's the target and how they can proceed from there. And it really has me wondering. I don't think Kisaki has any issues with Hinata. He's clearly using Hinata to get to Takamichi. But yeah, calling him my hero. Um, you know, just kind of being weird ever since he was kind of introduced to Takamichi. I just, I don't trust Kisaki. I don't know if he's just jealous of the relationship Mikey and Takamichi have with each other. Or if he's just really that unnecessarily obsessed with both Mikey and Takemichi. But I don't like him. And I can go without seeing him for the next couple of episodes, to be quite fucking honest. But Naoto lets Takemichi know, we're not going to be able to meet in the future as often due to, you know, him being arrested. And... That really makes me wonder how much of this arc is actually going to be spent in the present day because, because he has a lot of work to do. So he travels back in time and at this point in time, he's like bowling in an alley, in a bowling alley and right next to him doing the same fucking pose, being obsessed with bowling for no absolute fucking reason is Hawkeye. Now, let me tell you something. When I first saw Hawkeye, because this dude, he's kind of intimidating. Just tall as dude, brolic, fucking blue hair, scar on his face, tattoo, big. Did I say he was huge? He's huge. And this is a, a fucking teenager. Um, I was very intimidated. But then as the episode progressed, I was like, oh my God, no. They gave me another one. 
But yeah, I just I just want to protect Hawkeye. He's just a big. That is such a trope. I wonder if it has a name because Murasaki Bara and um, Kuroko Nobasuke is kind of like this as well. And then there's another one. Hmm. There is a third one, and I cannot. I it, it's not. It'll come to me. It it will. It will come to me. I don't know why it's blinking. But Hawkeye, if you, in episode one, they introduced him as, like, the dude who was just kind of, like, standing there being all creepy. So they do a flash forward, and they show that Hawkeye killed the last leader of the Black Dragon, and he's the current leader in the present day. But right now, in the past, he is actually the vice captain of the second division. And so... Hakai and Takamichi, they like, they basically hit it off. Um, and this is kind of why I feel immensely bad for him. Because I don't want anything bad to happen to him. He was just, they were basically just playing a bunch of arcade games in the first half of the episode. And I was having a grand old time. Mina, um, Hinata was fucking um, complimenting Hawkeye, or she was just like making like observations. She was like, "Oh, he's really tall, and and you know he's kind of big." And Takamichi was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> Takamichi." Like at that point, he wanted to impress. Um, he wanted to impress his girl, man. So he like starts bowling, and then he ended up rolling a spare, I think, and. And of course, Hawkeye beat him, and then his sister, Yuzuha, she tells him how he uses the heaviest bowl. He uses the heaviest bowling ball, and Takemichi's, like, surprised, because an 18-pound ball, I actually meant to look that up. Do people actually bowl with 18 pounds? Like, I get it, like, the force of the heaviness of the ball will more than likely secure that the pins will be knocked over, but... Why don't you just roll a lighter ball at a super fast speed? Is that not also an option? I'm assuming that's what Takamichi was doing because he was also bowling, but I know his ass can't carry no 18-pound ball. I'm I'm getting into the specifics of bowling for no reason right now. But why the fuck? So this basically turns into a double date. While they're still bowling, fucking um, Yuzuha and Hina are sharing snacks. They literally just met so now it's a bowling anime and they're having like a cute ass montage of Hawkeye and Takemichi just going around to different arcade games and like playing video games and like playing whack-a-mole and they did the fucking punch the thingy and see how strong you are and Hawkeye was 100 and Takemichi was only 50 but I thought even for Takemichi 50 is kind of like something to not scoff at I feel like because he could have gotten lower than that especially if he's only half as powerful as Hawkeye I thought that was pretty impressive but um yeah it was a very cute moment so as I'm watching it I'm like this is really fun like I'm enjoying this Hawkeye basically said like the only reason why I'm still like we're still here is because I enjoy his reactions he gets so mad and I, the only thing going through my head was like, this is so weird because Takamichi literally attracts all of the weirdos because Mikey is like this infatuated with Takamichi as well. He literally just 
attracts these people. And it's so weird. So, and Hina's just complimenting Hawkeye, like, until, but. And here Hina is complimenting Hawkeye and Takamichi's getting all jealous. But every time, every time Hina compliments him, he gets all silent and rigged and it was so cute. And this is what, this was the final nail in the coffin for me. Like you have this big intimidating dude who looks like he can strangle you and beat you up. And he can't even talk to girls. He's just a big old teddy bear. And he cares about, the only girl he can talk to is his sister. And oh my God, and it gets even cuter. So why the fuck? Does he have Mitsuya as his wallpaper? I was like, no, 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 no. I was screaming. I couldn't even, I was like, why would y'all do this to him? I was like, that is so stinking cute. And I appreciated that he got all clammy because Yuzuha like stole his phone and he was looking for it because he was embarrassed by it. And he said, because Mitsuya is like a real older brother to me. And oh my God. And that's kind of like when it solidified. I was like, something bad is going to happen within the last eight minutes of the episode. And it was literally within the last eight minutes of the episode because I was looking at the countdown. I just wanted this to be a happy episode where they introduce a fun character like Yuzuha and Hawkeye. And we wonder how the fuck can he go from this to like a complete 180 in the future to, and and the only thing going through my head, because like, what if he had something to do with Mitsuya missing? But he wouldn't even allow that because him and Mitsuya, like they like each other. Like clearly he is like, he looks up to him. So I'm like, I really hope he doesn't have anything to like, I really, really hope he doesn't have anything to do with Mitsuya missing because even Takamichi basically ships them together. So I think, I think this is a match made in heaven. And if he really does have anything to do with him missing or worst case dead, I will fight this dude. Oh, but it doesn't matter because so everything goes to absolute shit when they turn the corner. Um... So there is a gang standing outside, I want to say their house. And so the gang is, the gang is Black Dragon. (sighs) And they say, why are you bringing like random bitches on our turf? And like, they're, they said they're going to kill Takamichi due to some turf war shit. And like, what made it worse is that they knew Takamichi was like a vice captain of um, Toman. So, you know, they're not going to let that slide. But of course, fucking Hawkeye, when I tell you Hawkeye, like fucking punched the absolute dog shit out of one of these guys. And I was like, oh, thank God. The only thing going through my head was like, okay, they're going to be able to get out of this. I mean, I don't think um Hawkeye is going to be enough to beat up this entire biker gang shit but I think with Takemichi um and just Takemichi I didn't know at this point Yuzuha knew how to fight but like I was thinking like maybe Takemichi will be able to maybe they'll be able to stand their own but then um but then um 
but then um he his, their their older brother came barreling out of the fucking alleyway and he knocked Takamichi's shit in. You guys, when I tell you, I had to look through my fingers of Takamichi getting his ass beat. I was like, how is this happening all within the last three minutes of the episode? I was stressed. I was like, I was having such a good time. I, w- I was watching the show. Um, everybody was happy. I was shipping Hakai and Mitsuya together. Like, I, I, everything was LOL cool beans for like a good 20 fucking minutes. And now here we are to Takamichi getting his shit absolutely rocked by this fuck and let me tell you something if this dude turns out to be anything younger than 23 i'm going to have several issues that is a grown fucking man that is a grown man and i will not believe if he is anything younger than 23 i refuse cuz now we're just getting ridiculous y'all y'all tried to do it with jojo's bizarre adventure like y'all tried to pass off joseph as like a a teenager that is a grown man Get your proportions right. Oh, but then everything went to shit because he orders Hawkeye to beat the shit out of Takamichi. And when I say beat the shit out of Takamichi, he orders Hawkeye to beat the shit out of Takamichi and make sure he is dead. And, and you know, he's pissed because Hawkeye joined Toman. And, you know, what are you going to do if if you say no enemy biker gangs on your turf and your brother is part of an enemy biker gang, what do, what do y'all do now? And so the episode leaves us on a cliffhanger. And honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm legitimately wondering how the fuck can they possibly get out of this without getting the police involved? Unless Tomin rolls up. Like I'm thinking maybe Mikey and Draken will show up. And if they do, I will be so fucking happy because I miss Mikey and I miss Draken. And in the current timeline, they are neither here nor there. So I would enjoy this very much if they happen to save Takemichi and Hakai and Hina and Yuzuha because they do not deserve any of this. And these are just bullies. Like, that's an entire biker gang of fucking bullies. But, um, guys, that's it. <laughs> oh my god, this is a long fucking episode. I can talk my breath away when it comes to Tokyo Revengers. Like, those fucking rebellious, rambunctious little-ass kids with lead pipes and and, I don't know, knives. But, you know what? Thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely look at the rest of the catalog. You can find me on most major podcast streaming platforms um, under Essential Mel Talks. And if you want to follow me on any of my socials, you can just look up Essential Mel and you should be able to follow me and just talk. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know if the next episode will be out on time next week, just because, you know, Persona 3 and Persona 4 are coming back out this week. And even though I played both of those games five times, 10 times each, I just, I need to replay it for the nostalgia. So, but I definitely will try my hardest. But thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.